You are now tuned in to the only podcast show that matters. Gala Recording, starring Craig and Brian. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy the show. make it awkward you know what i mean <laughs> with with each and every one of these episodes <laughs> tremendous success <laughs> i felt i literally felt like that you know the opening scene of blade where yeah Casey lord's leading is leading that guy down to the slaughterhouse right? uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> how's it and going honestly man? Honestly, like these <laughs> these things, like I just do them in my car, right? And yeah. I, I've never like saw like another concept aside from like if they're like reviewing a car or, or whatever that they do shit like that, where it's just like you're on the go, you record something and you put it out there, you know? So, oh, well, I actually uh, years ago, I haven't done this in a while because uh-huh. of COVID. Yeah. Um, I used to do these things for the Patreon called Knee Jerks, where uh-huh. I would I would go to a movie, and then at, at the moment I got out of the movie theater, I'd hit record as I started my car, and uh-huh. the movie review would end the moment I, I drove into my driveway. Nice. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, I fucking re- I remember those episodes, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I, dude, I fucking... I love those, I, I gotta say, because they were just like, you know, like, as soon as you saw the movie, the feelings were fresh, and then you would just share that, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, I haven't done that in a while, but yeah, there's something about, because your mind tends to wander to places anyway when you're driving, right. there's something yep. that's, that is kind of like um, cathartic about getting that it, the immediacy of those those wandering thoughts out onto a recording that um sometimes is just a little more present uh-huh exactly <laughs> yet not, exactly yet not present <laughs> right and, and and not to not to mention it's like it's not staged it's it's just like whatever you know like comes into your mind or whatever you know Right. Um, well, especially when you almost run into things because you're paying more attention to talking than you are driving the car. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've mentioned too, that's half the fun. Like, I'm waiting to get pulled over or yeah. like run over an animal or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or, or see a convenience store that may have uh, snacks that you need. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I've been there, dude. Like, I, I've been like, like, I, I would be. So my thing right now is conchas. I don't know if you know what a, a, a concha yes. is. Yes. And and like, Seven Eleven has the best goddamn conchas that you've ever like entered into your mouth. Yeah. And um, but the thing is, 
not all, all 7-Elevens have them. So, like, you kind of have to hunt for them, right? And I'll just hit record, and I'm, like, talking about some bullshit or whatever. And then, meanwhile, I'm also looking for a concha, so I'm including that into the fucking episode. You know? <laughs> that's a, that's so. a new thing, man. I wish we had 7-Elevens up here. We don't have them. Oh, really? No, there's no 7-Elevens up here. Well, so a little bit of, like, uh, I guess housekeeping or whatever you want to call it, right? Welcome, everybody, to uh, Get the Hell Out. We're recording. My good friend, Derek, whom I haven't spoken to in quite a minute, yeah, is here. So thank you, Derek, for, you know, uh, obliging me with my awkwardness and hopping on one of these things with me. Well, thank you for uh, allowing me to join you as you you drive haphazardly home from work. <laughs> and you're in your bed right now, right? <laughs> I, I, well, if we're going to, you know, pull back the veil completely, yes, I'm in my PJs and I'm laying in bed. You happened to text me as I had a really long night. My little, uh, my little baby boy guy, uh-huh. he, he has an ear infection. So oh, no. two of the three nights that I saw him this week, I uh I barely slept, so I was oh, like, yeah. like so you're my, exhausted. Oh, my daughter and I tonight were playing Diablo for a while, and oh, then nice. and then she wanted to crash. I'm like, dude, I'm passing out. So I yeah. rolled it. I got in bed, and you know what you and do. Here's, you, here's my ass, like, like, hey, you want to record something? <laughs> well, you know, it's either it's a it was a choice between you know sitting in endlessly scrolling when i should be sleeping through tiktok yeah. or yeah. talking to you so <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for choosing me <laughs> any day of the week brian any day of the week i will say okay um i don't know if you li- listen to any of these but i also like work into the episode or whatever because i've been like experimenting with edibles and whatnot oh yeah so like i you know i'll be like oh i just popped an edible and i literally so I'm so I'm so dumb like I I I popped an edible I ate one and then I was like oh let me see what Derek's doing <laughs> and, and these are fucking these are like from Michigan I don't know if like there's something like going on in Michigan where they just don't care about like how strong these things are or whatever <laughs> but these things these things are almost instantaneous <laughs> as soon as oh, you eat one. Right. So I'm kind of feeling a little bit, you know, some some right now. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, God, Brian. So anyway, um, how you doing, dude? Like, I know you've been through some shit. I've been through some shit. Like, we've both been through some shit. How are you yeah. doing right now? Um, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I think uh, you know, without getting too far into it, it's right, right. It's been a trip. It's yeah. I mean the last few months have been a trip. Probably the last year has been a trip. Yeah. But um today as uh, as I'm laying in bed in my PJs, uh-huh. uh talking talking to my, my dear friend on edibles driving home <laughs> from, from work, I'm pretty decent, dude. Good. What, good, ab- good. what about you? You know, like Without, you know, giving full disclosure or whatever, um, because, you know, these things are, like, honestly, it surprises me as to, like, who out there is listening, because, like, I'll record one of these, and I'll be like, why the fuck did I say all that shit? (laughs) And then I'll see, like, 20 uh, streams or whatever. I'm like, holy shit, like, 20 people actually listen to me ramble on about just depression and all that stuff, right? 
so um i don't know like it, it it like so okay like without getting too deep into the woods um i've recently dealt with like matters of the heart yeah and then like also that brought up a lot of stuff in me from like loss and things like that with my brother so i don't know it's just like it's it's a weird place because i'm trying to navigate through what my world is right now but at the same time um it, it hits you sometimes like in waves sometimes you're like not okay and then sometimes you know mm-hmm. you're you're actually able to at least uh function out there right like right in the world or whatever you know um so like having said all that like there was a couple weeks back where like i was literally like i don't know if you noticed but like i i went i went on facebook and i was like this is it i'm fucking i'm plugging you know i I, I did that thing and then like that same night i was like looking and you know here's me just being like real candid with you in in that way i was looking at like my life insurance i was looking at like where i'm at in life and just to see like you know if i were to plan something out in terms of like not being part of this world anymore Mm. like my family would be okay right yeah so i started like just breaking down and that stuff and you know scott bradley right yeah i do he actually i guess he saw my post on facebook and so he reached out to me and then like he kind of talked me off the ledge like i guess figuratively and literally (laughs) and um like he just made me really think about other stuff that i wasn't like clear on at that moment or whatever right right and um and like he really like helped me and and you know i these things are crazy like you don't you don't ever want to fuck around with like you know oh he saved my life or he didn't or whatever but like right in my world i think he kind of did you know um so like it, it's hit me in waves like that where it's like it's sometimes just so unbearable and you just want it to just stop or whatever but like i think when you find a place where you're able to just like you know and, and it's ongoing like i think if you ever experience anything close to or even remote to depression it's like an everyday thing you don't just like drop it and you know so like you're always dealing with it so i think there's a certain space that i found where it's like it's almost empowering to like work through it and then like okay now i gotta go to work i gotta do that thing and then i gotta go work so like i've been working out a lot again and stuff like that so like to be able to do those things along with dealing with like your own personal stuff i think sometimes it does give you a little sense of strength, you know? Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear Scott reached out to you, Brian. And yeah. I know we all kind of go through those moments where, you know, you have second guesses and what would be the easiest route to, to alleviate the stress and whatnot. But one thing that, that's always gotten me through, and this is, this is something that, that can, um, come from many different you know schools of thought buddhism Mm -hmm. be it whatever is the idea of not allowing uh, negative thoughts and emotions to become attached to you the uh, the whole idea of the the negative thought and the negative emotion that that you get you know caught up into when when that happens you, you find your brain going into a spiral you, yeah. you, you recognize it for what it is. Yep. Recognize it that it is like a house guest that has yeah. stopped by and decided to sit on your couch. Now yeah. it's there, so acknowledge that it's there and allow it to be there. 
but then it has to go home. It has right. to leave. It can't stay permanently. Yeah. So it's 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 the whole idea of recognizing the state that you're in and the emotion that you're in. Mm-hmm. Feel that emotion. Allow yourself the room and the space and the breath to feel that emotion, but then breathe and let it go. Yeah. 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 One one hundred percent. Which is just hard. That's not yeah. an easy thing for anybody to do, but absolutely, it it for me at least has always been something that is kind of been a gut check. Yeah, it's been one of those things where it's like when when shit gets really really fucking bad and you just can't you know you just can't shake the the spiral that happens and I, right. I and everyone can kind of relate with the with the spiral that happens is is that. At some point, you need to step outside of that, yeah, and, and recognize what is happening, yeah. And that's the hardest thing. That's the yeah. hardest thing to try and like do on a consistent basis for yeah. self help, and also like on a conscious level too. Like you have mm-hmm. to be sort of you have to recognize what you're what's going on in order to like allow yourself to do that, right? Abs- absolutely, and and that. That self-awareness is is something yeah. that has to be habitual. And yeah. as it, like you, I've been someone who's suffered from anxiety and depression almost yeah. my entire life. Yeah. So it, it is um, a, a something that's come about through therapy, something that's come about through my own soul searching and, and endless practice because I grew up uh, in, in a, an abusive home where um, anger was just it it sunk its hooks into me very early on so as i went through life i i found out that i had to try and figure out ways to temper that hot trigger yeah and and be able to be good and think logically and not allow emotion to temper and ruin everything and and it's not easy it it's not easy. It really isn't. Yeah. Especially when you're going through grief, mm-hmm. the, the emotion of depression and grief is is overwhelming. And it could be grief for a lost loved one in your case, or a lost romance, or a lost friendship, or a lost anything. Right, it, right. It, it, it is, it's about, at some point, it's a matter of self-discipline to, to you have to choose... Do you want to keep the security blanket of depression and sadness, mm-hmm. or do you choose to be happy? Because you're right. the only one that can that can make that happen. Nobody else in the entire world can do that for you. Right, right. So, so that's that's like for me, it's been the, the hardest pill to swallow and the hardest thing to try and um, really enact on a day-to-day basis because you're 100 percent right it yeah, is yeah, a day-to-day struggle that you have to try and fight and, and not only that but you have to like almost it's almost like like if you're learning a martial art or if you're learning a certain thing that requires a certain level of discipline right like you you just have to keep on it like you have to like like in my in, like my dumb parallel to it or whatever is like if i'm skateboarding i'm trying to land a trick Mm-hmm. And you don't just like go up there and try it and you're like, oh, fuck this or whatever. If you're like really dedicated, 
you're spending hours, you're spending the entire fucking day. And then when you land that trick, it's like you find that level of accomplishment, right? Like it's sort of something similar to this thing where you just have to keep at it. You have to keep at it. And then once it feels like a little bit more comfortable, I th- and by the way, I'm high as fuck right now. So like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like going on. And I, I like how you diminish what you, you know, you were actually waxing very eloquently there for a second. And at the moment you got too deep, you had to pull the fucking ripcord. Yeah, I, I just remember. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> uh, and by the way, I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt you, but like when yeah. you were talking, um, a fucking coyote ran out and, Holy and like, fuck. yeah, like it, it literally was, I would say it was probably 10 feet from my car. It Dude, ran that shit out. happened to me the other day and it was fucking wild because it was Dude, during the like, middle of the day. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I was like driving, I was driving to a shoot and all, I was driving down this rural road and all of a sudden out of the street and into a field was this huge coyote. I'm like, you don't yeah. fucking see that all the time. No. <laughs> well, actually, uh, full disclosure, I'm taking the long way home because I feel like when I tell you half an hour for you and I, it will probably <laughs> be 45 minutes or something. Right? But like, yeah, of course. I, I'm cutting through like this forest preserve that's in Illinois. And I've seen bobcats. I've seen coyotes. I've seen all kinds of weird shit. And like, so I'm driving and you're talking and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to fucking hit this. And I swerve, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like going through this anxiety while I'm also high and yeah. also listening to you because you're making great, excellent points, you know? So like, <laughs> the level of like how the human mind works, like is sometimes crazy. <laughs> it is. This, is. this is very true. But yeah, like going back to what you were saying, like, you know, there, there's a level of like, you have to find a balance within where you're able to like deal with those things on a healthy level yeah. and then like work through those things. So they don't like, if, like in my, in my case, right. Like something similar to what you were talking about. And I don't know if I'm going to catch like any kind of shade from this or whatever, but like, I've always viewed my depression. Like I saw it for the first time when I watched that movie, the Babadook, it really like, spoke to me because it was like oh okay so in that case in that sense you gotta you have to live with this thing but you have to feed it every once in a while and then lock it up in the basement you know what i mean um so it's similar to what you were saying um in the ways that like you understand that this is a visitor this is something that is going to be in your life your whole life and you just have to try to figure out how to live adjacent to this thing right um, so like in, in my ways, I've found like, you know, like I, I said in a previous episode, my, and you know me, like my, my, um, comfort food, if you will, is demons. So like, if I, if <laughs> you I don't like, say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but no, like, um, if I'm feeling awful, if I'm feeling like I can't deal with myself, yeah, I'll throw in demons and it's like. I might be saying this and people are just like rolling their eyes right now listening to me, but, <laughs> but like to me, I discover something fucking brand new every single time I sit down and watch that movie. And probably not a secret, but I've probably watched it more than anyone that's ever lived in this world. Right? <laughs> I would believe it. <laughs> but like for me, it's like, like, do you have that? Like, do you have certain bits of media or whatever that you just like go to on a continuous basis to just like take your mind off stuff and just go back to a place where you just you know understand and love you know 
Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think if I were to guess, I would say Black Roses, but, you know, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> There's, the, the funny thing is, when, when I get in certain states of mind, it isn't necessarily movies. It's it's always music. It's always, oh, yeah, yeah. to me, it's, yeah. it's always, um, there, there are certain, like, genres of music that, um, feel like security blankets to me. Yeah. Yep. Um, that when I get in certain states of mind, uh, that I, that I kind of need in yep. order to soothe and to kind of calm, um, or even in, and I mean, the, I kind of touched on this earlier there. And, and I talked to, um, because, uh, I've been for the last year, I've been also circumnavigating the world of, um, I have a trans son and, uh-huh. uh, having to go through the ups and downs of somebody trying to be comfortable in their own skin and navigate an entirely new existence, um, while dealing with anxiety and depression um, trying to talk somebody that you, you know, you would give your life for one of your right, kids, right. um, off of a proverbial ledge has, has also given me, um, insight and perspective, made me, right? in like perspective and, and think of, think of things that I wouldn't have necessarily, uh, thought of in, yeah. in the past, um, and I totally just brain farted with what I was about to say. Um, and, and that's, and that totally happens, but no, there is, there, there's absolutely, Oh, I know what I was going to say. There's, there are times, and I, I've had to tell my son this, there, there are times that, um, we, we all sort of romanticize the feeling that the depression gives us because it's a it's a security blanket we know what it is right we we acknowledge that we've been there so much that sometimes we would almost rather be there than than have to deal with hard decisions or having to get better Um, that is that is sort of the the addictive nature of depression and why so many people have a hard time getting out of it um because it is work right like like the the alternative is just to like pull the plug and then you know like you you don't have to necessarily work at trying to get better or trying to heal or whatever right right right. you can just stay there you can just stay there in that state for forever and uh, you know when you hear people get on you like well just just be happy. That's just not how life works. Or, or like when they're like, "Why can't you just get over it?" Or like, yeah. "What is the dep- like depression is for pussies?" Or you know, like yeah, like I, like uh, trust me, like the Spanish culture. Like I'm Venezuelan, but like yeah. I've been around, you know, Mexicans and Puerto Ricans and things like that. And I've always found like a similarity with all those like different like it's Spanish, right? But it's all different cultures, yeah. and the 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 majority of it is like if you're a guy. You just have to fucking, you know, like push through, through it, it or yeah. 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 And and it's like it doesn't exist if you're a dude or whatever. Right? Yeah. And and the those particular cultures that I mentioned are very, very, very strong headed in that, you know, uh, philosophy or whatever you want to call it. Um, 
so I've dealt with that in my like so you know I don't know like if if uh, <laughs> if, if you like heard some of my previous uh, stuff that I put out there or whatever but like um, I was raised by my mother so I have a very feminine side mm-hmm. um, and a very feminine side that I'm super in touch with I don't just like you know oh like that's I'm not a girl or whatever like I don't I honestly, I'm an individual that does not care about, uh, you know, lines or nope. uh, description or whatever, whatever the fuck. Right. Like, I just think everybody is just, they have something genuine to offer no matter what they look like, what, what they believe in or whatever, right? Um, so in that sense, like, I've, I've always struggled through, like, somebody trying to tell me to just calm the fuck down or, like, you know... Uh, you know, oh, fucking get drunk and forget about it or whatever. Um, like, I've struggled with that because it's almost like equal parts. Like, is this who I am? Like, is this who I'm supposed to, like, you know, <laughs> go through the motions of or whatever, you know? And then, like, at the same time, it's like, no, I'm not that. Like, this is how I deal with things. Yeah. And it's it's very different from, you know, the trying to fit yourself in a box and trying to, like, adhere to, like, how people perceive you or whatever. I just, I think, uh, I mentioned in a previous episode, I'm so, like, uh, I don't trust those people. I'm so, if I had a fear, like, I have three fears. I got a fear of heights, uh, an irrational fear of vampires, and then I'm I'm also... (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a little side story. Like, honestly, I think when you're high... You start opening up all these like windows, right? Like, <laughs> but but vampires—they're real, right? Dude, it's when like, I was when I was nine years old, right? My mother like to t- try to—I will—I would always stay up, like you know, try to like uh, wait out my mom or whatever, and like you know, she'll pass out, and then I'll go run and try to like find something on HBO or whatever. Um, so one one night she was like, "All right, if you if you stay up past midnight, Dracula is gonna come and get you." And I was like, Wait, <laughs> "What an awful thing what? to say!" <laughs> yeah, like, like, dude, it, it, it fucking stopped me in my tracks because nine year <laughs> nine years old, you don't know shit, right? You know. Like, so so I'm thinking to myself, "Fuck, like, I don't want that shit to happen." So like, to this day, bro, I'll sleep with like the bl- I don't care if it's like. 100 degrees i'll sleep with the blanket around my neck <laughs> oh my fucking god i know don't dangle your toes off the side of the bed you're fucked oh my god but it's true like so so in that sense like yeah i have an irrational fear of vampires and then i also have a fear of people that look at you in a way that you're supposed to act you know what i mean like yeah. call it racism call it you know prejudice whatever the, like yeah. whatever that is i'm always distrustful and almost like scared of when somebody looks at you and then like they act the way that they think you're supposed to react to or whatever like I, that's always been in my head and in my heart like I just don't trust those people. You know? No, I, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't, Brian. And, and you should also recognize that's their own bullshit. Right, right. And, and then, like, like somebody, like, for example, like, when you and I first met, like, it was just like, man, like, this dude's got, like, so much cool shit to offer. And I didn't care if you were, like, black, Chinese, you know, whatever. Like, I did mm-hmm. not care about, like, 
I mean, you, you're an attractive individual. <laughs> well, right thank now. you, Brian. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, I was like, this dude is on another level and I want to learn more, right? Yeah. And that's what attracted me. It wasn't, like, the, the, the cover of the book. It was what was inside the book, you know? Right. Um, I've always been the same way. I don't, yeah. I don't really give a shit where you come from. All I care about is who you are presenting yourself to me at this moment. Right, right. And it's the exactly. same same thing that I say when I'm, like, dating. Uh-huh. Is, that, is that, especially at this age now, now that I'm 44 years old, back in the dating pool, not to get into stupid fucking shit now. Right. Um, but it, 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 to me, it's like we all have baggage at this point. Oh, we yeah. all have pasts. Oh, yeah. We all have things that we've done we've we regretted. And uh, it's like when I when I talk to people that I go on dates with, it's like you know what? You can tell me anything or nothing. The right. only thing I care about is who you are sitting in front of me right now. Yeah. And going forward, that's all I care about. And yeah. if you want to, you want to give me a little snippet of color of who you were in the past. Uh-huh. Fine, knock yourself out. But it doesn't matter who what matters is who we are at this second, because every single day is a new opportunity for us to be better. Absolutely. That's and like that, beautifully said. <laughs> um, um, so uh, just a little uh, distraction of what we were talking about. I'm kind of lost right now, so I'm a little worried. Uh Oh, don't you have a, a GPS? <laughs> I do, but I'm high. I'm also I'm high. <laughs> I didn't know this, Brian. <laughs> oh my god. So, but no, I'll real quick. I'll put on my GPS and Brian now fa- <laughs> Brian now sees the fatal flaw in this whole podcasting endeavor. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but no, you're absolutely correct. Like all like. You know, and, and, you know, I say that because I say, you know, that I'm scared of those people or whatever. And, you know, if you're listening and you happen to be one of those people that judge others by the ways that they look, then, you know, you might as well click off right now because you're probably disinterested in the rest but of our it's, conversation. But it's a justified fear, though, right? I, th- I a- think so. Like, it's for me, it's more trust. Like, like in, in my skin, if I'm, like, meeting somebody, like, um, whomever it is. I don't look at like I look at like the energy that they're giving me. You know what I mean? I I, yeah. I feel that stuff. You know, so I don't care about you know how you look, like you know what your personal beliefs are, like outside of like harming people. And right. by the way, it's starting to pour rain out there, so I don't know if it's gonna. Oh, I can hear <laughs> okay. it. I can definitely <laughs> yeah. hear it. Um, but that's part of the fun of this yeah. particular show. <laughs> <laughs> this is an adventure, Brian. <laughs> this is a journey. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, like I, I think that there's a level of that stuff that kind of plays into like depression and things like that. You know, like when, I think when when you um, you know at, at my attempt of roping everything back into what we were discussing or whatever. Um, like, I think it's a, it's a big piece of like, when you're feeling in a certain space, you almost like, like I'm somebody that does not hide how I'm feeling too well. Like I think I'm the same way. 
Yeah, like especially <laughs> if you know me, you know, like you'll you'll just see right off the bat, oh, like he's he's not doing so good or whatever. Um, so there's a level of like not wanting to be judged and not wanting to have people look at you a certain way that is almost like it makes you kind of afraid to just reach out or to like say, Hey, like I'm going through something, you know what I mean? Well, um, do you ever, do you ever feel Brian? Cause I know how I am when I get in those states of mind. Do you ever feel that the reaching out is you putting your, the weight of what's on your shoulders on somebody else as a I burden. Do. I, I yeah 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 yeah. I, I I struggle hard with that shit, like big time. Like the, the, I feel guilty, right? There's a level yeah. of guilt where mm-hmm. you just don't want. You have this monster that you're trying to deal with. You don't want anybody else to experience any of this. Right. Too, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I Holy can relate. God. Yeah. Like yeah. And honestly. Like, I'll, I'll say this to you, and I'm not just saying this to you because you're, like, a fucking dear friend of mine. That's, I think that's the first time I've ever talked to somebody, like, about that specific thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, about, like, oh, I'm, I'm always, like, I'm always talking to my friends, and they're like, why do you feel guilty, or why do you do this, or whatever? You're the first individual that actually, when you said that, I could almost finish what you were saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, man. well, it's something that I, I tell people a lot because everyone's always surprised because I keep everything very close to my chest. I don't, I don't let people in a lot of times because yeah. I just don't, it's, it's my shit. It's not right. anybody else's shit. My dear friends that notice the shifts in me reach out and, and we talk through it, but on a, on a whole, I, I feel really guilty putting my shit on other people yeah. um, because I, I, I feel it, it, it I, I feel guilty mostly because of uh, it, it. I feel selfish. Like yeah. The, yeah. the conversation's all about me. And, me and, too, dude. Like, like it's, it's just one of those, it's always been, it's always been a thing. So it's, yeah. that's why therapy was so nice. Uh, to me, because it wasn't somebody that um, felt obligated to have to sit and uh, listen to me because of friendships or because of romantic interests or or any other reason other than I'm paying them some money to be an objective listener and either provide me with some sort of insight as to what I'm, you know, vomiting out of my mind or to just sit and listen and not solve a goddamn thing. Yeah. You know, which sometimes to me is, is really important. And I think as a whole, like you're, that's why having therapists are so, it's so huge, even though it's so expensive, it's so huge because um, your friends and your family are and especially if they're male, and not uh-huh. to make this yep. a sex thing. No, right. Um, no, I, get, are, I, I know where you're we going. <laughs> yeah, we're firmly ingrained from a very young age to solve problems. Yeah. And when somebody starts giving you the, hey, I'm going through X, Y, Z, um, your first instinct is to, well, how can we fix this? When, right. it, when really, and this is something I had to learn in my last relationship um, mm-hmm. pretty hard, because we had such horrible communication problems is that there were times I literally just had to say, Hey, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna say some shit. Yeah. I don't need you to solve any of it. I don't need you to react to it. I just need you to sit and listen and allow me to say it. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people, like, view it in the, with a different perspective to it, right? Like, they, they, they do want to, like, do other mm-hmm. stuff other than just sit there and listen, you know, just, yeah. just to be that soundboard or whatever it is, um, you know? Like, I, I'm the same way, bro. Like, like I, I, do, I feel that, like, on a very, very personal level. Like, I almost feel like I'm in therapy right now or whatever. Um, but, like getting to your thing on therapists and stuff like i tried that when my brother passed away yeah and it just didn't work like we ended up talking about the winter soldier because i think it was around the same time or whatever the fuck right and then like it's because, it's because we we stopped doing the super bromance podcast that's yes. why we had, to, we had to continue doing it right <laughs> but but like yeah like so it didn't like, I felt like I was paying somebody to just talk about, like, random stuff. And, oh, my God, it's, like, for whatever reason, it's, like, a monsoon right now. It's crazy. It does sound that way. It does. <laughs> it, it really does sound like you're in the middle of, you know, a monsoon at this point. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, I'm sorry for those that, like, are still listening out there, but it's literally, like, like I can't even see. So, okay, here's the thing, right? I'm high. I'm talking about depression. <laughs> We've established this. <laughs> and I'm driving through a fucking monsoon, and I'm actually figure I'm like, now I'm on my way home after I just got lost. So this is this is crazy. This is like uh, like the first time or whatever, and you're here with me, Derek. So thank so you. I, I I feel very honored, and I've actually quite enjoyed your your entire journey here. <laughs> getting lost in the background of these extremely heavy conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing a coyote nearly running it over, getting in a rainstorm, getting lost. <laughs> it's a journey, bro. Like, this is what, I don't know what, like, other shows you've been on. Like, you, I know you've, like, guested on people's shows. You've made yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of your... But this is the this is the first time right here, dude. <laughs> this is a hey man, and and I was oh, I was going God. to interject and add, um, you know, uh, per whatever we were just talking about there is that, yeah. and, and I do, you know, therapists are one avenue. I do feel you're you're doing your yourself, not just those of us that sit and listen to this podcast. You're doing yourself a tremendous favor, um, recording these and letting this this stuff. Uh, work out of you because I did the same. I do the same thing on my Patreon on a yeah. podcast called Worst Movies Ever. Uh-huh. And while that that podcast is obviously about like these movies that everybody gives me that they think are the worst things ever, it's mostly uh-huh. a podcast where I talk about my life. Right. And I sit and like get things out of my brain that I don't talk to, about to anybody else. And yeah. I yeah. I do feel. You know, this particular avenue of creative endeavor um, mm-hmm. is as close to a mental journal um, and kind of psychoanalytical, uh, psychoanalytical um, like avenue for yourself that has probably ever been devised outside of writing a book. Or, or, mm. or anything like that. It gives you the opportunity to freeform 
because there's not really a, a, a ton of criticism about podcasts. You uh, either are into them or you're not into them. Right. Whatever various reason you bring to the table, uh-huh. that you're allowed to be able to just go there and do yeah. it. So I think you know, this is a this is a good thing if therapy doesn't work for you, that that the podcast can be that avenue to get some weight off your shoulders, get some weight off your chest. Yeah. Um, be allowed because you, the, the people are either going to listen and follow you or they're not. Right. So they, right. there's something um, really freeing about that, right? And and there's, to tell you the truth, like if if like three, like if I saw the thing and it said like three people listen to your thing or whatever, like I would still be blown away that anybody doesn't <laughs> tell you the right. truth. But at the totally. same time, like yeah, like you're you're absolutely 100% correct. And thank you, like for those kind words, um, because it's true. Like I think when I record one of these, and I don't like, I only really listen to little bits of it just to get like. Um, you know, the, the editing part of it or whatever, um, sure. in sync with whatever I'm doing. Um, but I don't go back and listen to the entire episode. So it's almost like I am, uh, purging this stuff and then putting mm-hmm. it out there. Yeah. And then I get, I guess I dude, like I've gotten like people that messaged me because of the podcast and they were like, um, Oh, like, you know, keep doing it. Like you, like, I feel what you're going through and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it feels it feels like rewarding in the way that you're you're putting that out there and you're feeling some kind of like almost exorcism of it. But at the same time, positive stuff's coming back to you, too. You know, well, that's so. what the direct connection is, right? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. where the where you are necessarily doing this for you're not doing this for clout. You're not no, doing please. this. To I don't think I've audience. ever done anything for like, oh, I need to get my name out there or whatever. Yeah. You know? I, better, I better put my name out there by, by convincing everyone that I'm literally <laughs> on the verge of suicide every single day. Seriously. Or, or how about this? I'm going to create a, a thing where like I'm in a costume the entire time and nobody knows who I am or whatever. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, exactly. But no, like, like, so I, I was going to mention earlier until it started, like, you know, fucking uh, South African rainstorm, like, down <laughs> in my car. Um, but, like, yeah, like, I, it didn't work for me then, but I've actually been seeking out therapy again. Because um, mm. I do understand that it's actually, like, a really good outlet to help along with everything that you're dealing with, you know. Um, but, like, I do want to say also that even when it comes to... And I've mentioned this before, <clears throat> like meds, uh, therapy, things like that. I feel like you have to find the right one for you. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, Absolutely. that's 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 the tricky part of the entire journey of therapies and met, you know, seeking medication to help you and things like that. But once you do, like, oh my God, it opens up a lot of help and a lot of uh, introspection and and all that stuff. You know. Yeah. This guy is driving like two miles an hour the fuck or, or or is it you driving two <laughs> miles an hour problem i was just gonna <laughs> no but like no seriously man like... this is all really slow right now i don't quite understand it <laughs> <laughs> but no like dur- during like a rainstorm you're supposed to like drive regular and with like caution of course but like yeah, when you so drive cool. slower like, because there's so little um, sight, like, it's almost more dangerous, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, like I think it's so crazy because like when you come to a place where you're actually able to accept things like therapy and meds and stuff like that, that's, that's a, like a big step in, in the direction where you're actually like, I'm, a, I'm self-aware. I know that I'm going through something and I need to like find something to help myself rather than mm-hmm. like you're plunged into it. And, you know, it's almost like you just don't, you don't have the energy to go out there and look for stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a big, big piece of it. And, you know, I'm happy that you were able to find, you know, therapy that works for you because I know you've been through some stuff and like, I'm like, it's almost inspirational when you're saying that because like it's adding to my search um, to try to, you know, seek it myself and see if I could find something that works for me, you know? Well, Brian, it's, it, it, not everything works as you had said for everybody across the board. Right. If that if that was were the case, we would just we would just go to some store and they give us a pill like fucking brain candy, where yep. we would just take this pill and across the board everyone would be fine and happy all the right. time, right? That's right. just not how right. therapy is about your state of mind and what you bring into it, and it also is about the therapist. Yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, there's absolutely. variables that go into this. So it's, it's obviously not for everybody and right. it's, and it's going to, you know, your mileage will vary. So I'm glad you, you taken that step to do that. I know it took me a while to get to that point too, but, yeah. um, you, you are very self, I listen, Brian, I listen to all these. So let's, let's not act like I don't know what's what's up on your podcast. Um, but I, you, dude, I, you, I fucking appreciate it. Well, I love I love you, man, and I love your podcast. I always have. And the um, you are acknowledging you are present in your um your journey towards uh, becoming healthy for yourself. Yeah. Um, with, with, and by that, I mean, mental health, you, right. you are taking strides. You're not just resting in, in wallowing in self pity. You are uh, actively attempting to figure out what's going on inside of you. And you're trying to wrestle with these demons. And, yeah. um, I, I mean, keep at it, brother. Like you find what works for you. You find what works for you and fuck everybody else. At this age, you and I at this age, what other people have to say about what you're going through means dick squat. Right. Means nothing. They don't walk in your shoes. They don't, they don't live your life. Not a single other miserable motherfucker in this world lives your life. Yeah. So all that matters is what works for you. And what helps you get through the day and alleviates even just a a smidge. Like, if every single day you feel just a little bit better, that's a victory, dude. Right, right. Oh, my God, it is. Like, because some, like, you know, what we were discussing before, sometimes it's just, like, unbearable. And, like, it just seems like there's no end to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's that's the that's the part of it that is oh shit. Oh Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> Another coyote? 
no, there's a fucking flood. Like I gotta, oh my I gotta God. read. Like there's a cop that's uh, shutting down the the road because there's a flood. Now I have to redirect like my GPS or something. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and meanwhile, <laughs> did you start? Did you, do you work in Springfield? Where? where... <laughs> As I mentioned, Derek. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I work. I don't actually. I don't work too far away, but I, I took the long way so I could talk to you more. <laughs> um, oh my god. Okay, so that that just kind of, you know, Jesus. Um, okay. So, uh, but yeah, like, thank you. Like, honestly, when it when it comes to like all this stuff, right? Like, it, it's. It's like equal parts, like, yeah, you're searching for your own answer or whatever. But at the same time, like, this is super therapeutic for me, like, to just, like, you know, especially if I have a friend, right? Like, if I'm just talking to myself, it's whatever. But, like, yeah. if I have a friend and we're talking and we connect on certain levels, and, like, I, I fucking, I learned that thing from you in terms of, like, feeling guilty to share something with somebody else, right? Like, that's another level of like our relationship that has like grown, you know? So it's like when these things happen to me, like I enjoy like, you know, playing back some of our previous episodes, um, some of like other people's previous episodes with me, because there's certain points in there where you're like, Oh man, I fucking, I remember that part of the conversation. Oh my God. I just felt like a super huge pothole. That sounded awful. Right? Like, oh my God. So, like, if you're listening out there and you hear that, that's a fucking Chicago pothole right there, okay? <laughs> you just heard that. I'm probably going to end up paying a couple hundred dollars with a dented rim now, but, you know. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> getting back to what I was just talking about. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, like, but at the same time, like, you're listening to memories and you're also thinking like okay like i had 20 people or 30 people or whatever it is listen to this episode so i wonder if they got something from it as well you know of so it's like it's did. yeah like it's it's cool little things like that that i love doing these things and like you said before it's not about like i'm not uh you know looking for sponsors or like any of that <laughs> bullshit or whatever. you but. get all the followers baby <laughs> smash that like button <laughs> Uh, like it's more about like like for example when i did the jalo room um you know back then it was way before what jalo like and it's funny that i say way before what jalo is now because <laughs> <laughs> but it was like way before like the all the jalo uh you know box sets that are coming out or whatever so it, it, so brian i'm going to let you finish this but i have a <laughs> i have a bombshell to drop on you in a minute Go oh, ahead. shit. Okay. Okay. okay go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, but, like, it was before that, like, that I, I, I thought about doing something that involved people. Like, put something out there, make a video of this, you know, killer that's reviewing movies. And then it's like, that's a way into this thing so people can actually talk amongst themselves about these amazing movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was my sole intention of doing that. And then it kind of blew up to a certain place where it was like, it was just, un it was creeping under the level of like cult status. You know what I mean? Like yeah. right, right before you get to that point, 
it was like still like almost punk rock right before it got to cult status and then right you know and then people actually started listening to your shit or whatever but it got to that point and then like youtube yanked it because yeah. I, like a moron i failed to check that little box that says you know make Adult. sure like no yeah like no kids are watching or whatever yeah but in, in, the, in the meantime like in my head i'm like well i watched a lot of these movies when i was 11 for christ's sake you know but you know it's a whole different world out there well, it's a liability thing that you well, yeah. doesn't want to have yeah. to deal with exactly so it got yanked and then it was like well fuck like let me move on to something else i you know i, I did a short film and then um and then you know just you you're just living life or whatever yeah um so then recently I started to like think about getting it back into, you know, a regular circulation kind of thing. But, and then, you know, th there's just so many factors in life where it's just like you, you have all these plans and then shit happens and then you're, like <laughs> the plans are just pushed around or whatever, you know? Oh, fuck. Uh, do I relate to that? <laughs> Seriously. Like, like you're trying to like actually create and do what your body wants you to do, but now things are happening around you where it's like it's it's preventing that stuff and it's like fuck you know um, yep. <laughs> so yeah yeah and 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 100 percent, i know you feel that um, <laughs> way more than probably you realize um so like having said that stuff like you know to be able to like do something like this where i record something with a fucking beautiful soul and, you know, we talk about, you know, maybe um, some movies here and there or whatever. But, like, if we are talking about real shit as the forefront uh, or whatever, um, somebody listens to maybe something that you or I said and they're super inspired by it. I'm fucking like I'm the happiest guy in the world, you know. Um, so really, it doesn't matter, like, if I if 500 people listen to it, if two people listen to it. Yeah. If one person gets something from it, uh, that's the means best. everything. Yeah, it it, exactly. it it me it means that that person doesn't feel alone. Right, right, exactly, and that's the true connection. And and that, I think honestly, like that's why I did film deviant. That's why I did the Jalo room. That's why I did all those things because like, you know, there's there's a certain thing where if you're into these Italian horror movies or Italian Jalo movies or whatever you're looked at as kind of a weirdo, you know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> I, I love these things, but I, I understand that, like, if I go out there and say, oh, my God, Torso is, like, a fucking brilliant film, people are going to be like, okay, like, so... <laughs> Who know? gives a fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, right? that's what I'm thinking. But, well, like, no, that's what, know. I mean, the vast majority of people that, that I run into that I express anything concerning yeah. any of that stuff, they're like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Deer in the headlights. <laughs> it's super true. Like you, and it's it's weird because it's like, I think you're of the same mind. Where you know, when we see something, we see the beauty in it. We see like all these things, I and mean, you're almost like it's foreign. It's a foreign idea to you that like this person doesn't see what you see. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so like why can't like this is brilliant this is amazing beautiful whatever it is like why can't you see that too you know well and, oh like, go ahead i'm sorry no I, I was just gonna say and that's like why i thought of like the jalo room I, I felt like you know i i put this figure in the center 
we, he's faceless. Like you, you don't like get anything from this individual. So it allows you the opportunity to go in there and, and like find somebody else that's into, uh, you know, um, I'm blanking right now, but like, like a crate, like strip nude for your killer or whatever. I, why did I think you were going to say that? <laughs> Does that say a lot about me? That, that says a lot about us. <laughs> like you were searching in my brain immediately when you strip nude for your killer. <laughs> Which I think is a brilliant film, but. It's not the, the majority out there, right? But when you find somebody that's, like, on that same level and you talk for hours about, like, a fucking scene with a dude with a blow-up doll or whatever, yeah, like, it, it's just, it's so magical to me, right? And I was like, okay, let me give people that kind of platform to do that with, you know? Um, well, so, speaking of a platform, Brian, not mm, to derail this, but I, I have something I have to talk to you about. Okay. I, I experienced yeah. something this week that I, that is directly within your wheelhouse of interests. Okay. Because yeah, because like you 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 teased it before. Are you, you stop you stop me fucking dead in my tracks? Because I was like, oh shit. And then I had to like you know like you do the thing where you're like fuck now I gotta finish this thing that I was building up to and I don't want to <laughs> fucking finish this because I want to listen to the what you gotta tell me. Okay. 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 So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay it out there. Okay. I've seen the new Dario Argento movie. Did you? Oh my god! <laughs> it is out there everywhere right now. Okay. Okay. And That's the, you. Okay. I, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> and and well, yeah, I I will send it to you. And. Okay, I, I, I'm not going to say too much because I want you to experience it of your own, right? Uh-huh. I will just say this. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm fucking down, dying right now. <laughs> hands down, the best Dario Argento movie I've seen since Sleepless. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I got fucking goosebumps right now. Oh, my God. It's wonderful, Brian. Uh, you're not fucking with me right like you're not like, i am so not fucking with you oh on God, any dude. level you know i don't fuck around when it comes to dark right. Argento. right this right. is like from frame one to the end this is a movie from a from a director with a cinematographer that's patient with an eye for visuals with oh, a good dude. soundtrack with with good a good like core story and acting and it feels in line with what he was doing in the animal trilogy it is it is i was so floored by black glasses can i tell you what you're doing to me right now like can i describe (laughs) exactly what you're doing to me right now? what state what state of undress are you in right dude oh my god like okay I don't know if um, it's one of my favorite things. I'll just go ahead and say it, but like oral sex, right? <laughs> <laughs> like when you find the right individual that knows exactly what you like, right? that's what you were doing to me right now. <laughs> oh. oh, 
Well, I'm glad I could do that. And I, I hope I don't overstate oh it to, to the point where you go into it now and are kind of like, eh, I don't, I'm not feeling this. No, 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 no. See, because like if you're a Dario Argento fan, okay, um, there, there's nothing in the world that compares to the level of disappointment that you have experienced in your life, right? So In the last like 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you fucking love this guy. And you fucking have all the faith in the goddamn world that he's going to come back and at least make a decent movie. Like, you, you ha- that's how much love you have for this filmmaker. You know what I mean? Yes. That's the Dario Argento fan that I'm interested in. Because you don't just, like, you know, buy an Arrow box set and, like, call it a day. Like, you, you've lived all these specific pains that this man has <laughs> given to you. Dude, and I also, go into every movie wanting to like that movie. Yeah. I don't yeah. go into Dracula 3D to hate it. Right, right. I don't go into Phantom of the Opera to hate it, or the card player, or do you like Hitchcock? Uh-huh. I, I want to... Gen- Black... Or was it Dark Glasses? What is it? Uh-huh. I, it I, was, I, it's, I think it's Dark Glasses is the, is the title of the new one. Uh-huh. Is a good movie. Oh, and that's that's simply what I've always dreamed of. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't like I've already gotten my mind blown away with Dario Argento films. I don't need that right now. I just need to sit down, you know, like not truthfully not have any expectations, right? Mm-hmm. But feel what he's given to me, like when I first watched. Um, and you know, th- maybe this is a little unfair, but like my first. Uh, Argento film, I think I mentioned it to you, was, um, was Creepers. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then, it was just like, holy fuck, like, I just need to, like, find everything this man has ever created, right? Yeah. Um, so I've been to that level. I don't need that anymore. I just need a good Dark <laughs> yeah. movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, especially after what we've been through for all yeah. these years, right? Oh, my God, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. So, so, so literally, for you to say that to me, and the way that you described it, because it was very... I almost feel a little bit closer to you now because um, we we just experienced something very. Well, I did just give you a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna look at each other the same way. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. I, I have no shame. No, I mean like in a very erotic way. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I, I stand by what I just said. <laughs> oh my god! But no, like now I'm so like. Like I said, I'm going to I'm going to seek this movie or if you send it to me, that would be Oh, cool. I will I will be sending it to you. Oh, me. oh my god. Because now it's like, oh, like you know, cuz when you saw the trailer and you heard the news and all that stuff, it was almost like I'm excited, but I don't I'm I'm trying not to get like me, yeah. me. Like I, I I don't I don't know about anybody out there listening to this. I don't know about yourself, Derek, but like for me, the movie Jallo was probably my biggest disappointment because I, I actually like that film a lot more than I should. Yeah. But it's because of the trauma, the trauma that I've been through. Not to name drop another movie, but like it, it's 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 that like PTSD thing. And yeah. it came back hard because it was like I was ready to sit down and watch a movie by the the Italian master called Giallo with uh what's his face um adrian brody adrian brody like oh my god like i was so fucking 
like full on into it. And then what yeah. they gave us and it, I was just like, oh my God. So I was, you know, like when Dracula 3D came out, when like um, some of the other, like, I don't even think he has a lot of terrible movies. I just think that no. the expectations were there and then like it didn't match up. Although, Mother of Tears. Mother of Tears was that movie for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I, Mother of Tears was like after you've seen Suspiria in Inferno, right. and then you have this styleless, just completely directionless, flat, like underwhelming yeah. <laughs> movie Seriously. that's added to it. It just killed me. It, yeah. and, and I had friends like our bud Seth try to tell me, no, it's a fun movie, man. You should, yeah. it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's like, but it doesn't, it has nothing to do with the, like, thematically or even, like, stylistically to the other two movies. Right. Like, right. anyone Zero. who directed this fucking thing. Yep, yep. And, you know, like, I'm right there with you, but I was, I don't know if, like, um, you know, people that are in abusive relationships, like, experience something similar, right? <laughs> but, but Stockholm was... Syndrome, right? <laughs> Or Stendhal, uh, Stendhal syndrome. Good. Um, yeah, but like with, with with something like um, Mother of Tears, I was able to kind of separate myself from what I truly loved about Suspiria and Inferno, and just kind of look at it as a movie that, like, because honestly, like if you watch the trailer, um, they they have that little bit where like the lady throws the baby like you know um, over the bridge or whatever. Yeah. Um, it felt like it was like almost like holy shit, this is, he's getting disturbing now, you know. Yeah. Um, and when you saw it, it was a for me, it was a letdown in that regard. Um, but like Seth said, like I was actually able to have fun with the movie, so for me, that's where my memories come from, you know. I understand it's not like even in the same universe, no, as you know, Suspiria, no, but yeah, like, um. Uh, so Jalo did that to me. So now that you mentioned that um, this new one is a, is actually a good one, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm beyond excited. So yep, yeah, yeah. I mean, temper, temper, and and go in open minded, and I right. think you're gonna walk away very pleased. I'm so like I'm psyched now. But like, you just yeah. made my fucking month, dude. <laughs> yeah, yep. I honestly, uh, it, I I think it's. Uh, it's. I don't want to say it's just as good as Cat of Nine Tales. It's very similar. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's to me, like the Animal Trilogy to me isn't necessarily like my favorite Argento, uh-huh. um, because they're they're very straight laced, mm-hmm. and it and we didn't get the wackadoo crazy over the top style that we would eventually get from even from Deep Red on out. Right. Um, this is a pretty straight laced murder murder thriller yeah. so yeah i i i mean i i don't want to say anymore i really don't want to okay like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You anymore yeah <laughs> i really don't i think i came like four times during this whole conversation so. dude imagine me watching the movie i was oh my god i was uh, oh god i couldn't believe because uh, my my friend sent it to me, and, he, and when it was done, he kept asking me, "So are you done with it yet? Are you done with it yet?" <laughs> and, and I finished it, and he's like, well, "So?" And I told him, and he's like, "Yeah, man, that was great." So okay, promise me this, okay? I'll watch it, and yeah. we got to record another one of these so we can talk about it. 
Absolutely. Because, like, probably it's not really out there, right? So, like, people really haven't seen it outside of, like, you know, uh, Italy or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, um, so, like, I think it would be kind of unique that, you know, <laughs> we both watched it through, like, nefarious memes or whatever. <laughs> and then discuss it as a fucking uh, movie review or whatever. <laughs> Here's a movie review for her movie that's not even out yet. Well, it was on my friend. My buddy sent me the link. Uh, and then my friend, it's on my friend's Plex. So it's like, oh, nice. Okay. Well, I'm like, oh, this is an HD. I'm, of course I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> you, let me let me know when you want to do that so I can watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which I totally intend on doing. Oh my god! Yeah, so like, um, I've been home for like the last twenty minutes. Like, like, <laughs> I, I figured just... as much because it got very quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> um, but like, I just I, I feel like it's a pure joy to just talk about um, all these things with you. You know. Um, because like I get a lot of out of it too. And like, I think you and I connect like in a very specific and unique level, you know? Thanks, um, man. Yeah. Like I, I just like, I honestly, I think the, the biggest tragedy is that like, we don't live close enough where we would just be like over each other's places all the time. Just drinking yeah. beer or whatever, you know? What Absolutely. I mean? Oh man. But, um, but I'm happy to like spend time with you in this fashion and um you know like it's crazy because we just recorded an episode and it's going to go out there and it's going to probably live until the internet dies or whatever hey I, I, like like we said we prefaced when you got a hold of me via text this uh-huh. is the first podcast i've ever done in my pj's laying yes. in bed in a so monsoon it, while you were going through a monsoon <laughs> avoiding coyotes and potholes <laughs> and got lost and, and got oh, lost Jesus so Christ. no i i uh any anytime you want to do this brother love you thank oh, you man 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 thank you thank you for like just you know thank you for being my friend <laughs> <laughs> traveled back what is that traveled down the road and back <laughs> oh my god i was talking to my friend chelsea the other day yeah and she sang the all the words to that that theme song like oh. it was i was blown away i was like holy shit like you, she knew all the words verbatim and then like she's a singer anyway so like yeah she got up there and i was like oh my god like i was like fucking you know like when a friend reveals something that they do that you've never seen before <laughs> yes and yes. your mind is just fucking blown <laughs> you know I mean? god that happens so oh much my god. lately and i think the, the 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 wonderful thing about those realizations are is uh-huh. that you only notice them when you're receptive to it. Yes. When you're not yeah. in your own boat, when you're not in your own mind and you're mm-hmm. present in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and actually like to tie everything, all this stuff that we just discussed, I'm looking at the thing and it's over, it's well over an hour and I usually record half an hour. So yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But it's just, like I said, it's, I adored talking to you. Um, but to wrap all that stuff up, like I think it's important to like be present because I think it's part of that specific journey you know what i mean so like like and when you notice things like that it's because you're trying to like almost kind of be out of your mind and be out and like be more receptive to things and absorb more things and right you know like it's just because like when you're in your mind and you're struggling through something it's just a terrible place to be in all the time you know Mm -hmm. 
Um, but I think you and I, as two like amazing individuals, I think we're <laughs> I think we're we're working at trying to be at a place where we're able to not be afraid that we're in our minds, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like ultimately, that's what it is, you know. <laughs> Try, trying uh, to be good with what's going on in yeah. the mind, so that yep. you can be good for what's outside of the mind. Right. Oh my God. Perfectly said. <laughs> it's almost uh, like I've had this conversation with myself before. Once seriously. or twice. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, I, I, oh my I God. Th- thank you, brother. And, oh, dude. Uh, dude. Any, anytime you want to do this, get a hold of me, man. All right, man. I know you're fucking exhausted. So, like, just for you to agree to do this tonight, I thank you with all my heart because, like, of course. you know, th- this was an amazing conversation. So, <laughs> Uh, like, but yeah, go get some rest and dude, like we'll, we'll talk about fucking, is it black glasses or dark glasses? I think it's dark glasses. It's (laughs) Ocheri Nero. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. The Baron would have knew what it was, but you know, I'm not him. So (laughs) I will be sending it to you the moment we hang up. Awesome, dude. So again, I hope you have some awesome rest tonight and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Sounds great, man. Take care. All right. You too, brother. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.